0: Yo, what's good? Uh, welcome back to the Fell Off the Ridge podcast. I'm doing this with Will G again. Um, he did it last time. We talked about the market, a little bit of psychology things, um, AI stuff, you know, a lot of stuff that uh, needs to be talked about in the world today that is just not. Um, so we're going to come back at you. We're going to start off with a little bit of market topics and um, a little bit of, I don't know what Will has planned, but he, he has a bunch of notes written down stuff that we can talk about. We're probably just going to go right off the dome. We don't really have a plan for this one. We'll probably be all over the place, but Will, how you doing, buddy? How you doing in the in the market this past week? Hey, how hey can man, in life.
1: Hey man, I'm excited to be back. Like it's always good to have a conversation on the morning with some coffee, and uh, I love it. There you go. You had
0: the coffee shits right right before we uh started this up here. Had to, had to. All right, so. Let's 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 talk about the market performance recently. Um, not not ideal, not ideal mm-hmm. at all. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, it's it's really bad. I mean, it, inevitable. It doesn't really matter what you're holding. Like like you're probably down if you're holding anything. Like I think the only thing up, right? Like not the only thing up, but like the only thing that's like holding its ground that I've been watching is Procter and Gamble, <laughs> which I mean. Will, will had some of that but I think he sold out right
1: yeah yeah, I'm pretty much cash now. I got a few shares in like big companies that I know will like gain back value over time and um, that I don't want to like completely cut a loss on. so I'm like but that's a pretty small amount of my portfolio and then um, I'm keeping I'm, uh, the big names I'm keeping are is Apple. Um, I've got coin just because I'm kind of down on coin by a little bit a good amount. Um, and I think that it will go up in the future. So I'll just wait on that one. But yeah, Apple coin, Airbnb, um, AMD, these, like, those are kind of like the primaries. Then I have a few other small ones, like not, not even a percent probably of my portfolio, but definitely like just going to hold these ones out and just keep most of my money in cash or move it to another asset, like gold or a materialized, um, version of, of a currency
0: yeah 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 yeah. it just sucks you got rid of uh pg so soon i mean it's, yeah. held, it's held that 160 like and while everything has dropped 20 30 40 it's just like wow dude like i don't know
1: and another one that is held pretty well has been walmart it's got a good level there i'm not sure exactly what the price value is but i think it's like got a- sitting around
0: 143 it's been there for a couple months now
1: yeah, it's got a, it's got a good level there. I, yeah, I don't yeah. see falling below that just because it's such high retail. Yeah,
0: I think uh so with my portfolio, it was Monday. What was that Monday the um, twenty? It'd be like the twenty fourth. I think, I think Monday the twenty fourth we had that huge red day, like like red day in the morning where everyone looked at their portfolio and kind of just went. In their mouth like they all just threw up like they all just wanted to like quit right then and there Because I I guarantee you there's someone out there listening. That's like yeah My portfolio was down like 10% that morning. Like (laughs) I had nothing that I could do um, Mm -hmm. I I was down a pretty penny and um Psychology got to me. I'm I'm gonna be honest and I sold out of I, I sold out of most of my losing positions. So the only positions I didn't really sell out of were like the top six big name companies that I have. So like I still have all my shares from Apple, all my Nvidia shares, all my AMD shares, all my Google shares. And then I I only had like 0.8 shares of Tesla. So I'm down to like 0.5 shares of Tesla which or 0.3 shares of Tesla. So like it's not a lot of money in Tesla right now. But I'm looking to add... Add to the companies I sold so some of the companies I sold I haven't written out I sold off uh, my Roku which I was down about ten percent on I sold my PayPal down 10% on um, I had phase and I was down like seven or eight percent on that uh, let's see Bros I had Dutch bros I mean I thought I got in a really good price I was in it like 37 38 and I mean I broke even on that and sold which i mean that's a huge bros was a huge mistake man it ran back up to like forty nine fifty, and i'm looking at it and i'm like wow dude i'm like i don't know i, I could have definitely taken profits in there but i mean it is what it is because now on all on all these companies like i sold airbnb at like 149 i mean we're at like what 145 there I mean they're still all below like I thought Monday was going to be like the start <coughs> oh, pardon me sorry <clears> have <throat> <Headphone warning. clears throat> I thought I thought Monday was gonna be the start of something really bad, but then at the end of Monday, if you paid attention, uh we ended the day green like we were down four yeah. and a half five percent on indices, and then we ended the day green. I saw some statistics um where it was saying. The only other time um, this has happened is 2008, uh, 1999, and 2000. So that does not look very good for us right now that that is happening in our market where it's happened in other recession markets and other huge bear markets. I mean, it's, it's not looking very good for us. I'm not very um, positively looking at this market. I think a lot of money is going to be transferring into stocks like google apple i think a lot of people are going to be using those stocks as a flight to safety sort of but i definitely um sold out of all my um smaller positions let's say uh which i don't i don't necessarily necessarily regret but just on Dutch Bros. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm looking at a lot of um, levels on these stocks that That I think could possibly get there and could make my um, average for these companies a lot a lot lower
1: Yeah, it's just you can't really be like the poor man's gamble on it. It's like saying like okay if not like today like Maybe the market will be up like tomorrow or like maybe the next day or like I, I'll just get like maybe just like half of my position like return to me as far as gains go. And then I'll just close out like you can't play that game with yourself because inevitably the it's going to bite you. It's going to bite you back. So I, I would say that getting out was a smart choice. And I think that Monday was our first indication of something greater. I think that a lot of things started to circulate in the market, like news and um, of interest rates and all these changes that are occurring right now and inflation being so high. And then, of course, we had the Fed meeting that it confirmed all of that. And then you saw another sell-off. So I really, I'm I'm not optimistic at all. I mean, I think that maybe for the next year, we're not going to see us above our level, uh, our last high. Like, I think that we will definitely be in a, in a recession, I don't know how deep it will go, but I think we will definitely be in one. I can see a lot of people transferring their assets into bonds with interest rates going up so high right now. Um, getting a, re- a good return on a bond, a steady income while people, other people are holding assets and stocks will be probably the smartest move um, or just a material, uh, just a materialized set value, like for gold, like that's not going to like change a whole lot, like in the coming months. But maybe over the long term, it'll change more. So I say that you would just have to keep your money just battling inflation right now, as we see our market like starting to look at uh, deflation in the future.
0: I think you made a good point when you started that whole um, conversation where. You said a lot of, like you said, you can't just think as um, a poor man's market and kind of think, oh, I'll just wait until I break even or, oh, I'll just wait until it goes back up. People who say that, they get smoked 99% of the time. I mean, they realize, oh shit, I am now down 90% on my position. I now need like a 350% gain. That's not happening. Like you're you're wasting your time waiting for that 350% gain. I'm just thinking. A lot of people have come up to me and they've talked to me and they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna wait until it breaks even. Oh, I'm just gonna wait until it goes back up a little bit more and I'll sell on green, or I'll just wait a little bit longer until my position is now more easily sellable, even though I'm down twenty, thirty, forty percent. It's hard to do that because, I mean, <clears throat> if you look at the numbers, it's not. I mean, you're not getting that hundred percent runner and in the next year, with um, a stock that is not profitable, you're just not doing it. Right. I, I I just don't see that happening. And you you were talking about all the negative catalysts. This is onto another topic, but you were talking to a negative about negative catalysts going throughout the year. I mm-hmm. think. I think what we're looking at is not. I think either way the Fed goes, it we're we're kind of screwed. Like they they've kicked the can so far down the road that. Either decision they make, if they surprise interest rates, if they raise interest rates, if they don't raise interest rates, I think either way we're screwed because the market is so propped up right now and it's propped up to like where no one can fix it. So let's say they, okay, let's say they raise interest rates. Interest rates are now high. Demand is now lower and supply is now low. So no one's spending money. We're going to go negative GDP. We're gonna go two quarters in a recession, maybe even more. I mean, that's that's one solution. We don't raise interest rates. Inflation stays at seven, eight, nine percent. We go into hyperinflation or then, then at the end of that, we go into deflation where um, prices finally start going down. Companies start cutting costs. They are now going into the negative GDP. People are spending less money. Now we're in another recession. I mean, we're on two ends of a of a string where one side is a recession, the other side is a recession, and it's impossible to find the middle ground. That was like I read Apple earnings and I listened to the call and Tim Cook. He's he's very he's very good at uh, like calming down the market. I would say if he could be a Federal Reserve chair, that's who I'd want as Federal Reserve chair because. He was very good at just calling me down the market. He said, okay, supply chain is probably going to get a lot better throughout 2022, but, and everything beat. like The only thing that didn't beat was um, Apple iPad sales, which there's a reason for that. There's a low supply of Apple iPads. You can't even find them in the stores, but the demand is so high for them they can't make enough ipads to sell enough ipads and that was how they did not hit their target of the amount of ipads they need to so sell i'm just looking at all this stuff and i'm just like it's hard for me to have my money in in the market all my money in the market right now cuz i have quite a bit but it's hard for me to have all of it when i know that i could get better um averages
1: later on in the future yeah i completely agree I completely agree. I think that a lot of companies are going to hit a good line to buy at, And then uh, they may just kind of level out for the time of stagflation. And then also like whenever we're deflating, obviously the economy is going to slow. But I think the the market would have already accounted in um, all of the loss in value. So you'll see you'll see a steady drop. You'll see a you'll see a more rapid drop here in the next coming months. As as the Fed said, they're releasing all of their assets and they're going to transfer their money into bonds and more secure. So you're going to see a rapid drop because a lot of a lot of the um, a lot of the capitalization is going to leave the market and as the Fed drops, obviously all these people will follow them, all these private investors, all the all the smart money, all the, the dumb money will follow. And the dumb money may come later, which which is why you'll see in the smart money and as the Fed releases assets, you'll see a really rapid change in the market, like a maybe like a five or a six or a seven, eight percent, um, whatever it may be. And then you'll see another wave where all the dumb money will realize that this isn't a period of just kind of playing a weight game and just waiting it for it to grow up. And then the really dumb money, the people who are bag holding, will like not even release their assets, and that's what'll kind of keep it at a steady decline, because it's gonna continue to lose money because no one has faith in it, and GDP's just steadily going down, and then you're going to see deflation, so the the currency is going to be going, is going to be going um up, because you're going to have a higher value of currency whenever deflation occurs, because you're going to be paying less for all these things whenever there's less market capitalization so i think that overall you'll see it rapid down and then you'll see it somewhat of a down and then you'll see maybe a stag out um and then we'll see maybe towards the end of the even this year i think we'll see um a steady incline up and then if people regain confidence or uh initiatives happens then you could just see a Uh, kind of travel back towards old levels but i don't think levels of 460 or 470 may ever be hit in the next year
0: i think i think that like um 2022 is going to be a great opportunity for you uh for all of us as like young investors like we're all going to get the chance to buy like great companies at great prices so like if you're not going grinding trying to get like trying to get your money up I'm not, not, not I'm not trying to be like that, but like trying to get your money up right now so you can put some money in the stock market throughout this year you're not doing it right because w- years like this only come every every what 10, 15 years. I mean okay. recessions do not ha- like do not happen very frequently they do not happen a lot but when they do, it creates great opportunities to buy like really good companies like Apple, Google, things of that sort that are going to be around for another 10 20 30 years gives you great opportunities to go and buy these companies at great prices and if you're not doing that you're not doing it right so i mean let me give you some companies that i'm looking at that i would love to add to um i'd I'd love to add to some more google tesla i want to add back to my roku position nvidia i mean nvidia with the metaverse and ai and robots and things of that sort is gonna be huge. Airbnb with travel, I mean, everyone who's listening to this podcast has probably stayed in Airbnb or probably is going to in the future. PayPal, you have PayPal with Venmo, PayPal with their PayPal service, I mean, they have all kinds of services. The um, FinTech space is gonna be huge, I think. You have SoFi. Um, they just got that bank, um, the bank, whatever, where they can now act as a bank and give off loans and et cetera, et cetera. In phase, they're working on um, power storage, so basically um, storing electric energy, which is huge for the um, electric vehicle sector. Even, even um, charging up your house, like with the solar panels, you can store energy there. That's a great. Yeah, company. That'll,
1: that'll increase the, and you'll see an increase in the radius overall of those, how far those um, can drive. So, absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Square, just like PayPal, SoFi, Snapchat, um, Snapchat is, I think, advertising is going to be really well, do really well throughout this um, 2022. Google, Snapchat, etc. Coinbase, just like uh, Will was saying, I think Coinbase. And crypto is gonna be huge in the future i'm not a big fan of crypto i don't know it's like it hasn't clicked with me yet i'm not a big fan of crypto but
1: actually i'd actually like to transition into a topic on crypto if if that's all right
0: no, no, no that's that's perfect let me let me finish this up and then we can because i'm because yeah. i'm done with talking about stocks after this i think 20 minutes is plenty of time to be talking about stocks even though i'd love to talk about it for like three hours but um, you got Disney. I mean, Disney is just a generational company. If you're not buying Disney at like one twenty, one thirty, wow. I mean, I don't know what you're doing with Disney Plus and all the theme parks. I think I think Disney's going to be just an insane company as it always has been. I think Dutch Bros is going to be good. Um, and then I got two more: Lululemon. All I mean, every single girl has a pair of Lululemons. Um, and then AMD. AMD is a lot like Nvidia. I bought AMD. I bought a lot of AMD. Um, it was just yesterday actually when they hit a hundred I bought Four shares of AMD. I thought it was great prices right there, but we can go ahead and transfer in some into some crypto and talk about that um, Because I I don't know I'm Again, like I, I said, I'm not cool. a really big fan of it, but
1: I think that everything you said is literally like yeah, like the value that it will hold in the next like ten years is is going to be crazy. Especially companies like Lulu, Disney, Roku. I think that Roku has been undervalued for the past year, even with inflation being oh, taken yeah. into account. I think that Roku has a is a, has a huge future. I mean, making it that easy to set up a TV people people are going to love that in the future. So, I think that that's definitely. Um, a future service and I think that Airbnb is for sure up there as well More people are transitioning into renting overall uh, be, you see these um, housing, the housing market is suffering in terms of um, really making down payments because of interest rates going up and people don't want to start on a, on a loan right now so I think that you're, you're going to see um, an, an increase in the amount of people who are renting and then with that will come Airbnb's revenue will generate at a greater rate and then you, you may see them up towards the end of the year if we start to kind of cycle back around. But if this is lasting more than more than a year or we have some incident with another external factor, then you may definitely see them stay at levels down here.
0: War with Russia. Yeah. <laughs> if that okay. ever happens.
1: There's yeah. always that. But yeah, um about crypto, I was like I was really thinking about it the other day and the value that it holds and that's always a topic of discussion like what value does it actually hold, but I kind of made like a hypothetical as in like um, Bitcoin or just crypto in general like are individuals like who have so much have so much control like looking for volatility in crypto like if they have a lot of control over the crypto market like they've set up a blockchain or they have like a corporations who's heavenly invest have heavily invested in it then do you think these people are looking for the volatility so that they can make these new changes and kind of navigate through it as in like a more playing the swings or do you think they're really in it for the long-term investment because? When I look at it, the long term can be hypothetically there, but people are going to have to find a way to be able to exchange it. And you have you have things like um, blockchain, which is trying to make this basically it's just a network of people being able to trade with each other without going through a centralized bank but i don't know how that's ever going to happen because you're going to have all these banks that are going to fight it but obviously we're going through a generational transition you have all these baby boomers that are retiring and probably going to be dying off in the next 20 or 30 years you're going to see a a generational transition so it could definitely be a thing especially with the things like the metaverse and other crazy ideas that we have to try to explain um that we don't even know about so uh, I was, I was just, I guess the overall question is, do you think that people who are looking at crypto as an asset, do you think they're looking for the volatility to make money or do you think they're looking at it as an actual long-term investment?
0: I think there's two sides of it. I think there is people that look at it as like, oh, I'm going to swing trade this. Oh, I'm just going to have this for like a couple weeks. I'm going to try to trade off the volatility, but I think there's, I don't know if you follow Anthony Pompliano, Pompliano or something on Twitter. But I mean all he does is talk about how good crypto is, how many athletes are getting paid in crypto, how much crypto it like I I don't even know. He just tweets about crypto twenty four seven and he just get he just has been getting smoked. I mean everyone's been getting smoked and he's just and he's just gone silent. Like he talked about crypto news at sixty K, he talked about crypto at fifty five K, he talked about crypto at fifty K, talked about it less and less and less as it dropped and dropped and dropped. And I think I think that now with crypto getting like centralized basically, like taking away the whole point of the decentralization part of it. I think with the bill that's being that Biden is trying to pass with um, trying to centralize um, cryptocurrencies, I don't think that's a bad idea. Like, I don't think that's a horrible idea. It takes away the scumbags that are making fake crypto projects, it only keeps the real projects in there it gives the chance for this to become like a actual currency of the United States. I mean, you guys can like crypto people. Okay. You can guys can try to do it yourself, but you guys are going to get smoked by the government every single time you want something passed, every single time you want this, every single time you want that you're going to get smoked by the government. But if you are a part of the government, I think it makes it a lot easier, which is horrible to say. I mean, that's horrible to say that you have to rely on the government to get anything that you want but it's the fact of the matter that cryptocurrency um is now being centralized by the government where it takes away the whole point of the decentralization fact of it and i think um i don't know where i was going with that point but
1: no i I absolutely agree and i think that whenever you centralize it that's just going to be the problem and although you have like people that um want to kind of like swoop past the government and say, well, look at me, hey, I can be trading without you. Like, are you kidding me? Like, how long do you think that's going to last? That's not going to last. the, The monetary policy will always intervene because they make such a stake in the market. And knowing the policy before it comes out, if you don't think that they have people just openly pushing and pulling money at all times, based on the policy and based on the regulation, what what else is what else there is the, to think because they're they're making the money and they have to be because they're losing so much money when they're doing things like like printing money and in increasing quantity, you're seeing inflation. you're actively losing money by generating a greater um, quantity of something. So whenever they know that centralizing something is going to be more beneficial for them, which they already do, and they have known because such it's such a, a clear, stated slate to run off of, then they're just going to push for uh, certainty in all these aspects. They're going to eliminate, the, the like you talked about, the other uh, cryptos that aren't even factors, and like you don't even know their names, and they're just memes at this point. So they're going to eliminate those, and they're going to adopt their own, and you're going to see a big change in like regular currencies, like the dollar or like the peso or whatever it is, if your national currency, you're going to see a change in it and it's going to, it's going to create something big. It's going to create a big recession and that'll come, that'll be another recession. If if they start to adopt this as a, a way to, uh, to, to transactional currency, then you're going to see another correction. And if those two, if this correction that we're experiencing right now, because we, we limited the, uh, supply so much because we are so focused on just like being healthy and like being like humanity intervened into economics. And when humanity intervenes, it's going to win because you have things like people get more scared about existing than they do about having money. So like whenever you, whenever you have an existential threat like COVID, then you're going to see such a substantial Decline in the actual—they—they they didn't care. Like they did care about the the economy, but they cared more, and that's not bad. Like I'm obviously that's morally acceptable and that's morally just, and that's what I would have done if I was in the seat. But at the same time, they didn't put a lot of effort towards making sure that the future was going to be just as good as the present, because the present they were trying to make it better, but in my opinion they didn't look at all the effects and yeah maybe they did and maybe they did know where it was going and they were fine with that but if it was me then i would not be fine with this because you're gonna see i think you're gonna see recessions happening um more frequently than they did in the past and you're gonna see volatility happening more frequently than you did in the past because people are faster now than they've ever been mentally faster they're physically faster they're doing all these things and we are now worker bees. If we weren't worker bees during the industrial period, which we were, that's like just, that's a joke right there because we were we were literally worker bees all through the industrial period. And you had all these baby boomers that all they were being told was just work and produce and labor and all these things. That is being transferred over now, but we're using it with technology that just speeds it up. So all the things that we had to do through labor is just gonna be done through technology and we're not going to pay people for that. So what 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 are we doing if you don't have all these people getting paid for something? Well, you, you have to start to find other ways for the people to make money. And if you can't do that, then you're going to see these recessions happening so often because people are going to be lost. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know where to get employed and like how to get employed because you're going to have jobs that just for the It's basically going to filter out the people who are the smartest and the people who work the hardest. Because if you're someone who's going to be reliant on going into a labor job because you you don't have the resources to access other jobs, then you're going to be beat out by these systems. And if you're beat out by these systems, then you're going to be helpless. And if you're helpless, then government's going to try to intervene again. You're going to just see these these kind of Yeah, yeah. Stimulus, stimulus, stimulus oh, we overstimulated, oh, nope, we got to backtrack, then those people are going to suffer again. And then you're going to stimulate them again. They're going to come reliant, and then they're going to suffer again. It's just going to happen yeah. at a more frequent weight yeah, yeah. rate than it did in the past.
0: It's kind of like that uh, wage and um inflation kind of like spiral up where it's like, oh, inflation's up, I need more pay. Oh, wow, your pay's up, now I need to charge more. Oh, you're charging more, now I have to spend more? oh, wait, can you raise my wages again? Oh, and they're like, yeah, we'll raise your wages again. But now we're also going to have to raise our prices more. It's like just a spiral over and over and over, causing inflation just to get so high. And we just can't let that happen. Like, And then that's just
1: one of the fundamental building blocks of an economy is just making sure that price levels stay consistent. And they're just not able to do that right now because you have such – high demand swings and such high supply swings and you just can't control it at if, this point. If you look into it, the Federal
0: Reserve their their job is not to make sure stock prices are at this point or stock prices are going up or that the stock market is doing well. Their job is to focus on employment and making sure prices are stable like throughout the economy. Like not like stock prices but like home prices, gas prices cpi data so consumer price index like all of the things you're spending your money on each and every month they're that's their job and they're not doing a good job at their job
1: yeah i totally agree and
0: i think um back to the crypto thing i think the whole point that people are trying to make about cryptocurrency is like another like this is a whole another point but it's like Oh, but it's like a hedge to inflation. Oh, but it's like a hedge to, like, the SPY. Oh, it's like a hedge to this, a hedge to that. It's not a hedge to anything. Like, if you look at the CPI data, and CPI data is, is like, through the roof, Bitcoin falls. Like, and you're like, oh, crap, but I thought this, like, was a, I mean, a hedge, a hedge CP, to inflation.
1: Explain CPI for those listening Uh, know. C,
0: CPI data is basically consumer price index, so it's like a whole... It's basically a portfolio of, of the biggest things that people spend their money on each month. So there's like gas in there. There's home prices. There's rent prices. There's random miscellaneous things like oranges, apples. There's uh, meat prices. um, Like everyday ha- Like there's even like furniture in there, clothing. All the stuff you spend your money on. And it's kind of like a gas and home prices are weighted more than like let's say an orange. Like how much oranges went up. So it depends on like the weight of the thing. And, um,
1: it, it just it, contributes it, to the overall GDP. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's also a good way to explain yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. just everything that contributes to overall GDP.
0: Um, Basically, CP, CPI data all in all is inflation. So how much you're having to spend each month or each year. And mm. CPI data comes out and you're like, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh my gosh, that is 40 year high. Bitcoin falls okay so it's not a hedge to inflation all right so then let's look at the spy and Bitcoin chart oh they're exactly identical Oh, okay. That makes zero sense at all. Why exactly? Here, that- here, here you
1: have here you have a conflict of interest met with a confidence issue. So a lot of people, right, are right. A lot of people are confident in Bitcoin. And they're saying that they're confident in Bitcoin, and they're doing this, and it's it's likely a sham because they're not confident at all. And then you have this conflict of interest because people's interest lies in something they're confident in. People are saying that they want to be confident in Bitcoin, but they're not because they don't see how it's going to go into the market and enter into the marketplace and actually be useful so they're not confident in bitcoin but now they're not confident in the us dollar because the us dollar is always screwing them over because we're always changing how much we're going to be pushing out and how much we're going to be keeping and how much we're going to push out to the population and how much we're gonna push out to the actual market. So you have the dollar that's screwing you over, you have the dollar that's screwing your bank account over, and then you have Bitcoin, which you want to be invested in because it has potential and it's been so hyped up by the market. But then you don't have confidence in Bitcoin because you really don't see how it's going to be integrated, and you don't know if, like, another country is going to try to centralize a certain crypto, or you don't know if like, a country is going to create their own crypto. So you don't have confidence in crypto. Now in you El Salvador
0: people. buying at literally yeah. 60000 like, we We have now made – Bitcoin are um, legal tender at 60,000. is at 32,000 now and every person in El Salvador has lost 50% of their money like
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no I mean you try to you try to overstimulate your confidence, you get fucked. You try to understimulate your confidence, you get fucked because if you don't have confidence in something, then you're not actually going to do all these measures to think about it in in-depth if you have enough confidence about the use of something then you're going to consider the negatives if you don't have enough confidence in something you're already considering the negatives but you're you're still making the plays whenever you have confidence so you have a confidence issue you have people confident you have people not confident in the dollar and then you have people not truly confident in bitcoin or whatever crypto it may be so now you have people but they're still allocating their assets into both of these. And then they're allocating their assets into the stocks as well, which is basically allocating it into the the dollar, the future growth. So you have people split between two things that they want to see grow, but they don't know like truly 100% if the growth is going to be there in five years. So you have people putting their money in crypto, you have people putting their money into stocks, and then you have this diversification, which is good, but at the same time, it's not, because not enough people are truly confident and want this to go forth in the future for it to actually mean something. So you have people losing money on both sides. And then whenever that's happening, you have people moving their money from one side to the other at a constant rate which just makes it more volatile. Wow. It, this is what's going to happen. I mean, this is this what's insane. It, it's gonna be all the time for now until until we die. It, and it's gonna continue after that. It's just gonna get more volatile and more volatile and you're gonna have more policies trying to do different things with the earth and trying to like distract people or trying to get people to move on things. And you're gonna have all this indecision and you're gonna have all this lack of confidence and it's really going to create an environment where you don't even want to be in. Because you, you're not, you you have no certainty in anything. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you talked
0: about buying gold and buying, like, whatever. But, I mean, if you look at prices of gold and silver, they've stayed flat. Like, and, like, okay, they stayed flat. Like, now what? Like, you're just going to let it sit in there forever? It's just, there's it feels like there's no good place to put your money at the moment which is horrible
1: yeah and then people try to test out places to put their money and that yeah. goes more yeah poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah i completely understand because they don't stay in because and then i don't want to keep saying it but they don't have the confidence to stay yeah. in an asset, so they're going to pull their money from the asset and then the asset's going to change for better or for worse and then they're going to stare at it and be like okay should i put my money back in should i move my money over this thing and they're just they just have an issue right now and Everybody has it, and you just don't know what to do. And not knowing what to do, you're just gonna make silly mistakes and Absolutely. Makes silly mistakes. And,
0: That's know. why I was talking to everyone at the very beginning of this, where it's like, okay, go get like something to get your bag up. Go get something. To, go make a like a decent amount of money, so you can have this money to be buying buying the dip and whatever you believe in. Because whatever you believe in might be different than whatever me and Will believe in. Whatever Will believes in might be different whatever I believe in so what you can do is you can go get um, a job or go get a side hustle or go do something like that gets you um, some money to have in your savings account that you're not gonna need for the next five years and put that in something like it doesn't even have to be individual stocks I mean you can just put that in spy you can put that in QQQ you can find a decent mutual fund you can find ETS that you like I mean really anything. That you can find start just putting $50 a month into $50 a month here $50 a month there Some months if it's down more than others then put $100 in put $100 here put $100 there Just find a way to go get money that you don't that you won't need in the next 5 to 10 years and put that in the market throughout 2022 and you will definitely thank me later. I promise you that
1: Yep, I I 100% agree. I think that right now is the best time with high wages to get as much money as possible and i think they're i think they know that and um hopefully they're allowing people to get set up into a place where the recessionary is going to kick in and hopefully people haven't overextended how much money they're spending because if you're smart you're limiting as much as possible right now you're just trying to put as much away because you know what's happening yeah but um with that i don't want to like cut off the financial conversation but no, i no, would, no. I th- i think we've
0: know. talked plenty about crypto stocks etc i think we've talked plenty i think
1: yeah i I wanted to get into just some philosophical stuff to end it just because like i liked how the other conversation went how we kind of went from talking about the economy and things we'd love to talk about with each other and then talking about things less explored i think that that was a great great way to diversify the conversation but yeah i would As far as philosophical goes right now, I've been thinking a lot. I mean, we're in a time in our lives where we're making a decision on our major, we're going to college and we have all these things going on in our life and we have to make so many decisions that are going to impact us 10, 20, 15, whatever it may be years down the road. So I was just gonna offer up the conversation of just kind of from the basic roots, what is the purpose? Like, what are we trying to do? I know that's such a heavy question but what what inevitably are we going to end up doing and then are we going to be fine with doing that so if we could pick any any anything to do and we had complete freedom which we do in a certain sense then what is going to be our purpose 10 years down the road
0: i think uh bashir made a good point on this i listened to one of his podcasts with his um with the diversity for change thing and he he made a good point that Like this may not be like my whole entire hundred percent goal, but he said My he said quote like my main goal is to make my parents proud because his parents were immigrants. They came from uh, uh, Libya they came from Libya I couldn't remember for a second they immigrated from Libya I mean they became his dad became a doctor which is that's huge that's huge to become an to come from an immigrant family become a doctor and become something big Um, and Bashir, I think his main goal is just to make his parents proud. Like now, obviously that's a huge goal of mine, but I think another goal of mine is like, I would like, it's not like, I don't want to sound like this, but it's like, I want to get big enough where I can inspire other kids. Like I've always been inspired by Elon Musk and like being like that type of role model to someone, it just sounds so awesome to me. Um, I think it sounds like kind of like um corny or um no, I think cl- i like think cliche I, but
1: i don't i don't think there's absolutely any guilt that should be taken on by that statement because here's the thing people have people have tried to be people are, are rather insensitive towards um people who are expressing these things that are what are you saying as cliche but really, like, it's it's the goal because if you're not doing, like, if you're not doing something that's going to be benefiting others in the future, th- then you're just doing everything for yourself. And if you're just doing everything for yourself, then you're just doing the same thing that people have been doing for thousands of years on this earth. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, absolutely. I mean, it's a basic construct of humanity to just be selfish and just to push for your family or for your community. But, like, whenever we start to expand and really like give more than we're taking which is such a fundamental and saying it is obviously just kind of re regurgitating the information back there into the world but as long as we can diversify ourselves and really go through life with a sense of trying to make it better for people to come it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be the biggest thing that we can do because if we're not doing that, then we're going to be giving people the same problems that we've had to think about. We've had an easy life where we're at, and we've had and we've been really, benefit. We've been really prosperous where we are. But if we're not allowing it to be more prosperous in the future, and it looks like there's going to be a lot of factors dragging it down, then it's just kind of like, what are we doing? like are we just going to be making it good for ourselves so that we can just enjoy it or are we going to allow people to enjoy it for the next 200 years
0: absolutely yeah i, I understand i got the, i got you on that but yeah i think yeah i think i think just like i listened to Bashir's point on that and i thought that was just, i thought that was just a great point i think that's just a great starting point for him especially um to just make his parents proud i don't know if you want to now um go on to like were you talking about what our plans were for college is that what you were trying to oh uh, yeah to that? i mean
1: i was i was kind of like clicking onto that but also just like knowing like i mean not like totally specifically just like what we're doing because if it if it's that then like Obviously like people if people wanted to know they would ask. But that's not I'm not trying to say that in like a mean way, but um I was just saying just overall purpose, like without specification towards like what we're doing. But I, I do think that it's going to be difficult to choose what we're doing in the coming years just because we have so many interests and obviously econ is a big one for both of us, but we're always gonna have all these other interests that are going to just peak. Our curiosity, and that's just going to be difficult for us.
0: I think uh, this is like a pretty lofty goal, but I've been thinking about it recently, and I wrote it down in a notebook. Um, I like, I've always been interested, like not always, but like just recently in the past two years or so, year and a half, I've been very interested in investments in the financial market, et cetera, et cetera. I've been looking at Wall Street. I think Wall Street is just insanely corrupted. Like, I think it's just mm-hmm horrible how wall street has different opportunities than regular people do and i think what i would like to create wherever i live is like a different wall street but for normal people if that makes any sense at all like i feel like that gives everyone the opportunity i just want everyone to have the opportunity to be able to make themselves financially independent and financially set for the rest of their life and i think wall street does not do that for people
1: Yeah, so I think that, I think that that's a great, obviously a great construct and a great concept, but the only problem, and I'm not trying to say, but as a negation, but I'm saying the only problem is that you have, and this just may be my thinking, and it's pretty pessimistic to think this way, but I think that morally the world is actually becoming less engaged. So I think that people have had stronger morals in the past because they've had, um, so little to kind of influence their life in a negative way. But now that the negative influences are more common or like, at least I think they are um, as far as like corruption and um, being so opinionated and being so biased and being so open to hate and stuff. I know our world works on not trying to hate, but um, I think that it's, it goes without question that it will always be within our world. So I think that as that occurs, people are going to be less like optimistic about the future. And then whenever that occurs, you kind of have people that are saying, well, um, if other people are going to be challenging me, so like another Wall Street would essentially be probably set in another capitalistic economy. You have other people always going to say, people are going to challenge me. And if they're going to challenge me, then I need to be protective. And if I'm protective, then I'm protecting myself, but I'm also working only for myself. So as, as great as that would sound, you have this movement of Occupy Wall Street for the past, you know, century, and you're going to have it in the future. And it's always going to be a thing because people are, are so greedy. At yeah, the fun
0: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I understand where you're coming from. I think that's like, but we also kind of need like, we need people that like will strive for goals that might not be actually achievable, but maybe yeah. they can get far enough so that the next person can carry on the torch
1: and keep on working. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think the effort needs to be made. Yeah. And then, yeah, another one. I know we're kind of w- wrapping it up. I think we're about to hit an hour, but. um, We're close. We're at like 48 minutes. Yeah. I think when did our last one do we have an hour 10 on our last run time I, yeah something like that I think staying around an hour would be just fine yeah that'll be that'll be good yeah we can go for about 10 15 I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation oh, I think yeah I agree I agree This is talk about a lot about I think knowledge. I think
0: a lot of people gain some some knowledge from this
1: yeah absolutely but another question is since we were talking so much about economics and currency at the beginning of this I'd like to redraw that in is if you could live without currency, do you think you would? So this is gonna come from like a socialist perspective, but it's I'm not meaning for it to be that way, but like if you had everything that you needed given to you, so that's every, like all your wants, like if you wanted food, like a specific food even, then it would be provided. If you wanted to take a vacation, like not like you could take a vacation every day, obviously you still have to go through like work and all these things. But if you were to be provided just like one vacation, say a month for two days to another to wherever you wanted to go, and then it just cycled, and then you also just were given a job that you liked and that you would want to work, and then you just given everything, but you have no currency. Do you think you could live without currency? And if so, do you think you would want to?
0: I think it kind of comes to the point where it's like, all right, uh, I want the let's say I want the nicest. um i don't even know what it like let's say i want the license the nicest lobster and steak there is out there okay but what happens if this person also wants the nicest lobster lobster and steak out there and this person got a be- better meal than this other person did there's going to be creating so much tension between okay what happens if this person got a better vacation than this person because at that point in time they wanted to spend more money or etc cetera, etc cetera. what happens if this person got this better what happens if this person got this better it kind of takes a takes a point as in it's going to cause so much commotion between between people that, okay, this person gets better things. Why does this person get better things than I do when we ask for the same thing?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's something that I constantly think about as well.
0: I, I think living without a currency would be the downfall of the nation. Like I, I, I 100% believe that, that if... It went to that and that everyone just got everything for free I think we'd be
1: yeah I think that you would see so many problems and like lack of uh, purpose even purpose so yeah that that's time a, time that's a
0: good point there's like there's yeah, a, we're a time lack time of purpose we're time that and then who's I mean who's working at that point like who's yeah. even who's even taking you on the vacation if there's no point to work because you just get everything for free the person yeah. that the, the miserable person that's working on a cruise ship that hates working on a cruise ship ain't gonna be working on a cruise ship if they're not getting paid for it. Like, I mean, there, there, so there'd be no cruise ship to go on. You'd be like, hey, I want to go on a cruise ship for my two day vacation. Uh, I hate to break it to you, buddy. There's no more cruise ships because no one wants to work anymore. Yeah, it, it exactly. kind of comes to that. Okay, well then I want my steak that I get a perfect meal for each month. Okay, sorry, there's no one cooking you steak because no one. Like, no one's getting paid for it. Like, it kind of comes to that point where it's, like, yeah, Exactly. no one has to that, work that. anymore. It, will and...
1: always, it, it, it is so – people try to limit it so much. But why limit it? Because it's such a fundamental thing. I hear people say, well, money is just made up. Money is just – it's just paper. Like, it really holds no real value. And I'm, like, of course it does. Like, we are giving it value. We give everything value in this world. Yeah, Books aren't – books, like, that's knowledge. That's value. Like, we – we have gold why it's shiny value like what like if we're not giving currency to something then we're going to lose a sense of purpose because people people love to give value to their materialized goods and i think that that's just a building block so
0: absolutely absolutely i think it's kind of come back comes back to our cryptocurrency thing where it's like people are giving cryptocurrency its value like it doesn't really have any value yet it's the same thing with these nfts coming up like People decide on the value of whatever project of NFTs or project of cryptocurrency. It's not like the cryptocurrency actually is providing anything right now. It's really just like the value that people give it. It's like, do you see that statistic where it's like Odell Beckham got paid 500K in Bitcoin, but then Bitcoin dropped to 32,000 because he got paid at like 57,000 in the Bitcoin. So then he lost 50% of the value. So then he only got paid like 250,000. But then he also had to pay fifty three percent income tax on the five hundred k, so then he had to pay like two hundred thousand dollars
1: in tax. so then he only
0: walked away with fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's it's
1: like that's ten percent of what he should have got. Like yeah, exactly. So you have people that are giving this value, and like that's what I was kind of trying trying to tie in with the beginning question of like do you think that people use it for volatility or you think people are truly invested because people are truly invested and then tying in another one of our points, they would have confidence in this, but exactly, they don't have any yeah. confidence. So they're not truly invested. They don't have true confidence. So they're allowing it to be volatile and they're using the volatility in their, in their favor, the people who are smart are. So like you said, they probably knew paying him. I mean, if they were smart enough, was going they're not going to pay someone in an asset that's going to go up if they're smart enough they're going to pay someone an asset that's going to go down so you see people that are are kind of using this as a system to cheat cheat people out of like money which is going to result in some very negative outcomes but like you have like like nations that will collapse as they try to like look for a way to kind of like integrate new technologies and like you have hertz that bought all these teslas what happens if something came up and was like you know what tesla they they use a uh, they use a material processor that's really bad for the environment and every time they mine it it's killing like thousands of trees then <laughs> wow the population's like oh wow and now you have a company that's just been just crumbled yeah, yeah you yeah. have all this like you have all this I think that's a main goal of, like, our conversation for today is, like, you have all these people who have such confidence in innovation and intervention. And you but have they also st- have
0: so much people that are uncertain
1: with all the yeah. innovation. Yeah. You have so many people that want to be super confident about the change, but you have so many people that are uncertain, and uncertainty creates instability, and I think that's what we're seeing.
0: Uncertainty creates fear. I think we can end on that. I think that's a great ending point for our whole conversation is that uncertainty
1: just creates fear. And that's what we're seeing now. I mean, you had a lot of people uncertain. You had the market being very volatile, sometimes in our favor, sometimes not in our favor. Um, But you had people uncertain. And then whenever um, uncertainty creates fear, but then the certainty of going somewhere that's bad as far as in our economy goes is also creating fear. So you have the uncertainty that's creating fear and volatility. <laughs> and then you have the certainty of the downfall that creates the fear. So I think that's perfect. I think we aimed on that. I liked Absolutely. the conversation. I liked where we went with it. We kinda circled back around. So that was great. All right. Thank you so much, man. Yep, I'm, brother. I'm Let's you do this again. Uh, yes,
0: I'm gonna bro. go I'm gonna be looking around for some like people that can hop on with us that you can either talk with us or that i might just go on solo with we were i mean we talk about the same conversations it's just so easy to have a conversation with you because you can talk and talk and talk but like there's some other people where it's like you kind of have to egg them on to keep
1: on talking yeah but. of course all right brother more, more people I, I i would be down to have like a a joint session next time yeah sure. absolutely all righty I, I think Peace that was out, great. fell off
0: the ridge We'll see you guys in maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month. We don't know yet. Peace.